Alrighty, episode three. Episode three of Between the Letters. I'm Little. And I'm Big. And we're going to just hop right into it. You know what we came to do? Talk kink. So let's get into it. Uh, with a kink of the week? Yeah. All right. So, all right. So this kink of the week is technically two, but I consider it as one because they both sides of the same coin. And that's being an exhibitionist and voyeurism. So voyeurism, of course, is the kink that involves you getting sexual gratification from watching people. But of course, being an exhibitionist, you get the sexual gratification from being watched, such as like, you know, flashing or, you know, public places, things like that. Why do I really want to sing the, I always feel like somebody's watching me from like Geico commercial? That's weird. Well, I guess because when it comes to like the exhibitionist portion, there is that one thing. So sometimes you think about the guys in a trench coat. Yeah. Which counts, but we're more so talking about the fact of like, you know, if you're having sex in a car and it might excite you that you might be seen or things like that. Oh, yeah. Like a couple episodes we talked about how uh, you like to watch people fucking McDonald's. It wasn't McDonald's. But anyway, (laughs) but yeah, yeah. Basically, which, you know, accounts under that voyeurism because like seeing them in that position sometimes could be kind of sexy to watch. So, what do you think it is that like, kind of sets it off or you know what i mean like what's the the oomph behind being seen or seeing others i feel like the seeing others is really easy it's live porn. yeah it's live porn so it's mm-hmm. like bro yeah. if they're not looking at you and you can just get your hand down your pants mm-hmm. like that's live porn right there yeah that, that makes sense. and also even if like because you even went extra step of like putting hands in your pants but like even, and you or even just knowing that someone else is doing something like that it's kind of like going back to your college days and you're walking in the dorms and you might hear someone having sex behind the walls you're kind of like ooh, someone's fucking kinda yeah like that. it gets you it can get you going yeah but uh what do you feel like for the exhibitionist people that you feel like they're just like show-offs are they all leos i don't i don't think it's well it, it could be the show-off portion but i think it's more so the idea of like getting caught for the most part. Oh, okay. I think getting caught, I think also, I mean, showing off is also good, but I do think sometimes like that is like that look, but don't touch situation. It's kind of like watch what I got going on or see what we're doing, but we don't necessarily want you, want you involved, but you can just look. But like, that's a on. flex. That's, that's look this hot piece of ass. I got, that's a flex. That's I showing off. I get Um. So where do you sort of land in that spectrum? Mm, I'm definitely more of a voyeur per se. Uh, I know when we get to between Ooh, the why? sheets. Well, because sometimes I, I like to see what's going on. But also, I think if I watch too much, it will get into my head a little bit. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. so you like to be the creeper, the peeping Tom. Yeah. I okay. <laughs> um, shit. Well, I guess I'll say me. Mm-hmm. Um, fuck. I guess I'm both. I don't mind like watching others, but also like I like being the star. I mm. used to like do dance when I was a kid. So I feel like, you know, stage presence isn't like a problem for me. Mm-hmm. And I played sports. So I just feel like, yeah, I like being the center of attention and, you know, and if also, someone's watching me, that'll be fun. And also, it don't have to be that big. I think you'll be okay if we're like out somewhere. And you got a skirt or something, you wouldn't mind flashing little cheeks or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I flash under that I like sharing too. some skin. Mm-hmm. But also, I like the envy. Like, I like people to think that, like, oh, I wish I was big. 
was like, yeah, you fucking wish you were big, huh? That is funny. I never heard you say that. I like that feeling, yeah. Yeah, so uh, with the kink of the week, of course, afterwards, we have the between our sheets portion. Let's get in between our sheets, people. And this one, it, it ties into the kink of the week this week. And this time, we're going to talk about sex arcades. And wait, I, wait, wait. I'm holding the mic to you. What is a sex arcade for yeah, those who don't know? Because I know every time uh, we mention sex arcades to our friends, the word arcade throws them off and they think there's games involved. It's like boxcar, but everybody's naked. Yeah, which is not the case. It's more so certain adult shops will have like rooms in the back. Well, sometimes they're more like booths. Sometimes there's rooms, booths, both, etc. But they have like little TVs and you can play porn on them and have fun back there and let me put an asterisk on it you're never gonna find these at adam and eve so if y'all are like shit let's pop up on an adam and oh, eve yeah. for any, their sex arcade any high-end adult shop like adam and eve priscilla uh, mccall yeah priscilla mccall's anything like this just do like lingerie maybe a dildo or two nah like these places they gotta be semi-shady no they're not shady they're not shady or i don't feel like they're shady i just feel like they're mom and pops yeah they mom and pops but like sometimes they do being like you know they be in a little shady spot man they ain't just out and about like that yeah but sometimes it adds to the the uniqueness and I guess the the aura of it's like ooh we're going to this little shady spot we're going to back rooms. So with like um with between the sheets, uh Big and I we're gonna talk about two different experiences we've had simply because um we've been to quite a few. Like when mm-hmm. we go on vacation, we like to try new ones and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna talk about the one at the beach, and okay. we can talk about we can talk about cottage cheese. <laughs> okay okay <laughs> so um we uh went to the beach you don't need to know what beach we went to we went to a beach and we're like hey we're kind of horny let's go to a sex arcade so we found yeah mind um, you this was also during the day too which i think was a was a first for us because usually we kind of go like evening at night, or night. Mm-hmm. yeah so it was like during the day we're out shopping we're like let's get into the walls so we pay we go back um Fun fact, couples pay less than singles. So if you go with somebody and y'all are a couple, like that's um, cheaper. Mm -hmm. But anyway, so we go back there and it's really big. It's a lot bigger than we thought it was going to be. And uh, I'm wearing like pigtails. And so um, I think that was the fun of it was just like, so I start, you know, giving the best head of my life. And Big is like pulling on my pigtails. And I was recording it too. Yeah, you were recording it. So like, it was very sloppy and loud mm. and fun. And then we watched the video back like later, I think. So that was really fun. Um also, I, also like right afterward, like we went out and we just went shopping. Oh, like, like nothing, nothing had happened. happened. Mm-hmm. It was so fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think this is where I can go ahead and like put a little boop. Like there are these things called roaches. I'm gonna oh, let yeah. I'm gonna let Big explain so roaches I, I and then go back to my term. story. And of course, you know, no disrespect, you know, we're just talking from our personal experience, but it is something you need to know if you never knew about arcades. Or if you want to go to one. Yeah. So of course, you know, like majority of some things, uh, there's mostly single men at these things. But of course, when it comes to anything within the lifestyle or anything sexy like that, we all know consent is key. Safety is key. So even though it'd be a lot of single men, 
they know not to be, you know, super aggressive, but because of that, they're kind of weird and kind of awkward. And also the back rooms be kind of dark. So I call them roaches because when you see them, they kind of, you know, they kind of stand still and they wait for, you know, those visual cues. There's not a lot of talking. But if you like walk past them or walk too close or you hit a corner, sometimes they scatter. They scatter like roaches. Scatter like roaches. <laughs> so there have been plenty of times, you know, I'm taking a little inside, you know, I'm, I'm holding her hand because I'm extra. I'm all my ears is up, all my defenses up because, like, of course, nothing will happen. But I still need to make sure she's safe. You also have to, I believe, at all of them, well, maybe just most of them, you have to provide your ID anyway. Mm. So, like, it's not like, no one knows who's back there. exactly so it's not really a safety issue it's just that sometimes you know especially when we first get in there little it's can be dark. a little apprehensive a little nervous but like once you know we kind of get in there we'll be okay everything just is okay but i call them roaches because they kind of scatter sometimes and sometimes they wait for the eye contact or like a little wave or something they should be waiting because you know sometimes those guys they be fiending for especially if they see like a attractive couple or a woman or a young couple yeah yeah Anything um, like that coming up. Yeah, so that's sort of the whole idea of roaches. And so I wanted Big to explain that because there were hella roaches at this one. They weren't even like bothering us, but the funny part was they were following us room to room. Mm. So every room we went into, it was like we would get settled. I'm getting into the flow. One guy, two guys, mm -hmm. three guys. It had to be at least four guys. Yeah, and sometimes, you know... Every single time we changed our room. Yeah, now, of course, we had our own private room. So at that point, it was more so just for, like, our gratification. But sometimes if you go on, like, couples nights and stuff, you might see, you know, people playing around. Because, yes, there are booths, but sometimes they might have, like, open couches or something like that. So you might just see some nice little action. Or sometimes it might just be good there are, to... There are private rentable rooms, mm -hmm. too, where you can, like open your window so people can watch you they can watch but they you can't but they don't have to get be in there mm -hmm. and, and sometimes it's good to just like have some sexy time in a different place you know it kind of makes it interesting but i will say because since you mentioned the time at the beach and you mentioned cottage cheese cottage cheese so we went to this one uh arcade and it was a couple's night but this room was different it had just like one think of imagine a big room like a living room with multiple couches multiple tvs and there's like two private rooms in the back but it's big and open so it's not like you know split up so you see all the action and there's this older woman and she is just going to town with like multiple guys at once i'm talking about both hands doing stuff her mouth doing something Mouthful, of course she's getting fucked from behind and she's just so like delightful about it because like some of the guys like i said you know they wait for like physical cues so some of the guys would kind of just stand nearby and if she noticed she like oh you know come on in come on in you know you get where you can and all while she's talking you just you just hear the clapping <laughs> all while she just say oh you know find a spot find a spot and you these guys are just y'all just picture like a sweet old lady who like sells the what is it the pot pies and she's just like get in where you can fit in and there's just a line of guys <laughs> well it was kind of a line but it was more like a circle because like i said like she was using everything she can oh so mouth hands you know booty everything and this is not to shame at all like we're not like laughing at her yeah it we, was actually, just we actually very, enjoyed like, it yeah it was in, it was a good watch like it was like oh it's a nice porn and that was like our first time like at a couple's night like that and that big of a scale 
So we were just kind of in awe of like, yeah, this old lady just out here getting it like that. And she was rolling condomless. We don't advise that to our people. We want yeah, you to have no. safe sex. Mm-mm. But she was rolling condomless too. Like a guy was like, I don't have a condom. And she was like, get in here. Yeah. And you just you just saw her little flabby cheeks just getting, getting just clapped up. Oh, yeah. And we refer to her as cottage cheese because like. Her butt cheeks were like cottage yeah, cheeks. Yeah, it was just clapped up. But, you know, shout out to that little old lady. She had a good time. She was time. getting it. I love and her I bet, living her life. Yeah, I bet all those guys are happy. I know a lot of times those guys probably go there expecting something to happen. Then nothing happened. And, you know, depending on their orientation, they might just end up getting with one of the guys or something. Who knows? Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, So those are two of our stories. You've been between our sheets. Mm-hmm. We do actually have a question. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and play the question and then... We'll get into the answer and then wrap up for you guys. All right. While exploring the BDSM lifestyle, did you find any of it awkward for you both? And if so, how did you combat that? So uh, that person didn't give their name. So I feel like we should call them caller number one. Cool. Yeah. Does that oh. mean we gotta remember the numbers every single time? No, you're not gonna remember. No, the I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. I'm yeah, just saying, that's like, what you came up with. What if we had multiple questions? The episode, you caller number one, caller number two. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. So, anyways, um, thanks so much for your question. Like we said, we love y'all's questions. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Send us more. We love it. Nom nom nom. Um. <laughs> okay. So I'm gonna say, and 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 you know, we're speaking honestly and truthfully from mm. our own experiences. So I'm going to, you know, later probably offer up some tips, but I'm going to say personally, me as little, like, I've never had an issue with it. Mm-hmm. Um, It's sort of, I was uh disgustingly on like room chats and kick and like, I don't know if y'all remember kick, but it was a messaging app and I was on Reddit. And- yeah. I mean, I'm surprised you said that though, with like the awkwardness, because, you know, based on your position of, you know, sometimes like. Yeah, you're still controlling the pace, but like that level of submission, I'm surprised there's never any awkward moments where you kind of like, eh. well, I guess more like embarrassed, or sometimes you get kind of coy, well, awkward, coy, embarrassed. You have seen that because I've never submitted to someone as much as you. Yeah. So those other people um, were not getting that. Mm. So that's why. Um, but anyways, going back to it, uh, unfortunately, I don't have a lot of experience with that just because. Um, I don't want to be like, I was a hoe from the jump, but I think about 13, 14, I was, I was in the chat rooms and, uh, not so much did I know what BDSM was, but when I'd like kind of be like sexting and like calling random people on Skype, like mm-hmm. we just kind of fell into video chat sex and stuff like that. So, um, as I got older, there were like different people and then somebody just introduced me to it it wasn't awkward because i felt like i was already kind of doing stuff like that on the internet if that makes sense that makes me sound creepy and bad but like Mm -hmm. whatever no judgment you was a child of the internet i was a child of the internet yeah uh (laughs) me i'm actually the opposite of what you said and this might be surprising to you because we never really said this but i kind of had issues with it in that sense of uh confidence slash lack of confidence because, you know, on the opposite of you, you know, like we said before, I'm in like this daddy dom role. So I got to be like dominant and cool and confident. But the thing is, especially at the time we was dating, like I had confidence, 
but it was that fake it till you make it because like <laughs> let's be honest like me growing up i didn't get all the play in the world yeah so and also as as a guy too it always sucks to have that moment where in your head you're thinking oh i'm being super dominant and a person that you're being dominant to in their head is like oh man this man sounding goofy he looking goofy or have you thought that about me anytime i've thought that just in general but okay. not that you would say it. i was like oh my god and of course you know i'm not a simple guy to be like oh man you know you know who does pussy belong to because sometimes when you say that <laughs> when you say that in the back of your mind you're like man what if she's saying it's not yours nigga so like it's kind of that weird thing that i kind of had to grapple with because like like you said like you have submitted to me but you only did that based on the energy i'm giving out but mm -hmm. sometimes i'm questioning because sometimes i don't know you was in an era where you was texting and chatting and yes i watched a lot of porn and stuff like that but like that's on the screen but when you do it in life it feels weird so there have been sometimes i was doing something with you i'm like what if she think i sound absolutely crazy right now or what if it don't land or something? i guess yeah. I, I overthink it yeah but how i combated it honestly is like i think i will talk to you about what makes you attracted to me and also mm -hmm. you have just said that out loud so i it's know called communication yeah so there's some things i'm like okay if i kind of put myself out here she's not going to think i'm goofy because she's been begging me to do x y and z for the longest yeah but it, 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 it do be some moments where you be like oh let's do blah 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 and i'm like if that come out of my mouth i might cringe at my damn self oh my god i never knew you were like that okay we'll talk about that in a second put a little mm -hmm. pin in that yeah. going back i'll say I made that joke, you know, about communication, but like y'all, y'all are going to get sick of little and big telling you, but you have to over communicate. Yeah. If you are doing something nasty and fun and different over communication is key because it feels cheesy. But that question of how are you feeling about this? Mm -hmm. This is, this makes me feel this way. How does it make you feel? Yeah. Over communication is like key simply because everybody's going to feel safe. Everybody's going to feel comfortable. And then you're going to know, don't do that anymore. They yeah. didn't like that. That didn't get them there. Yeah. Also, will add to it, I know sometimes the communication during a moment can make it even more awkward. So I will always no, say. No, I said separate. Oh, I didn't say that. It could be separate at the same time. I mean separately, like having a discussion when you're not trying to fuck that person. Yeah, of course. But also what works for us, too, is in the moment, we're okay with a little laughter. So if oh, something, we goofy as hell, yeah. So like, you got to have that openness. So if you do something, you know, out there and you feel kind of weird about, it, you know, you can chuckle. They might chuckle, and of course, like, you know, you'll probably bounce back quick because that laughing at it is that vulnerability, and with vulnerability, you can get past it. Also, okay, a lot of the time, Big has tried something. Um, he got heart eyes emojis back. He would be, you know, if you just slap me randomly, I'm like, ooh, mm. okay. If you do that, I'm like, ooh, okay. Like you yeah. could just throw it's, me around. It's like putting your, you gotta put your, your your big toe in the water. So you start small. So I wouldn't necessarily do no whole big grand scheme because that's too much pressure. But if I do this and I get some feedback and I do this, get some feedback, then I can put them all together and it slowly gets you more and more into BDSM over time. Yeah. Also, it works for us because daddy doms are typically, <clears throat> excuse me, a little more soft. Um, there's a lot more aftercare. We should explain what aftercare is, but we don't really have time so that we can talk about that in another episode. Yeah. But um, yeah, so basically daddy doms take a lot more time to like make sure you're okay. All right. So the last other or another tip I wanted to throw out there, not just the over communication, but also 
try it all. And that sounds so cheesy, right? Everyone's like, try it all. Yes. If you if you watch something and you feel a trickle down there or you feel a little hardness, mm-hmm. you need to go, let me try it. Yeah. I'll make a note to bring this up in another episode, but um, because I I want to go over technology, mm-hmm. but like technology is also your friend because there's some apps that'll do that for you. Yeah. So, anyways, hope that was helpful. Um, caller number one, thank you so much for your question. <laughs> um, and so let's go ahead and do uh the sexy songs. Yeah, sexy song. All right, so this week my sexy song is First Fuck. Um, take from that what you will. It's by um Black and Janae Iko, and Black is spelled with the number six. Mm-hmm. And for me, uh, it's funny because I haven't mentioned them yet. I probably mentioned them a lot, but I'm gonna space it out. But it's Division, DVSN, and it's called Think About Me. I really love that song. It's really, it has super bedroom energy. LOL, love that. Um, So try them out, and we want you to bust all the nuts, have all the cums. All the nuts, all the cums. And like we say at the end of every episode, at the end of the day, when it comes to the A to Z of sex and intimacy, you might just find yourself somewhere in between, just like us. Just like us. Bye. What's going on, everybody? It's Big here, and we just want to tell you guys that we definitely want to engage with you. Hopefully, that you engage with us um, through questions and stuff like that. So, of course, you can always send us a voice question, or even you can type it out at our email at betweentheletterspod.com. And also, with that, almost all of our channels have the same name, Between the Letters Pod. Um, of course, with the email is betweentheletterspod at gmail.com. The only thing that's different is our Twitter, which is little and big BTL. But of course, send us any questions there, statements, love, anything like that. We can definitely get you on that. Um, also, we do want to ask if you do want to support the podcast in any type of way, you can also do it financially on our Instagram at Between the Letters Pod. And under that link, there's a link trade to buy a coffee. I don't like coffee. Little does. You can get a little coffee, anything like that. And also, the biggest way to support us is to share with anyone you know. And rate us five stars on whatever you listen to. So Spotify, Apple, Google, anything like that. Thank you.